Hello and welcome to another episode of HR Spot, which is a podcast for business owners to listen to where we share tips and tricks and best practices. So today's episode happens to be one of my all-time favorites. I get a phone call from a client saying, we have to terminate this person tomorrow. And so I get the client to kind of tell me what happened. They give me the big story. And then I ask the question, what documentation do you have to support the fact that you were trying to correct behavior, performance, et cetera? And I'm always met with, we don't have any. This really leaves HR in a very, very bad position because You want us to be able to support your claim for termination. However, our job is to prevent risk and lawsuits. So yes, while majority of the states are at will and you can terminate anybody for any or no reason at all, the goal is not to do that. Just terminate willy-nilly because you can since it's at will. The goal is you want to coach behavior coach performance, and you want that person to turn around and be a successful employee. So when I asked the question, so are they in any of the protected classes? And I met with, oh yes, they're Asian and they're over 40. And I'm like, okay, great. So here's the risk. You're, you're terminating someone based on zero documentation, zero coaching. And oh, by the way, they're in, in two protected classes. Okay, so yes, get ready to write a big check because guarantee they're going to go to the EEOC and file a wrongful termination complaint based on their race and their age. So here's the thing. I want to be able to help you be successful in in these types of situation. And so I'm going to talk about how to create bulletproof documentation. So the challenge is teaching managers how to document issues in an appropriate and and quick time manner. Uh, so the purpose of documenting performance problems properly isn't just to protect the employer in case the worker files a lawsuit. It is also to show the steps that the company has taken to help someone be successful. And that's the goal, help someone be successful. So good documentation creates credibility for the company by showing that the employees are treated in a fair and consistent manner. So some mistakes that I commonly see is making vague or unclear statements about what the employee needs to improve. I also see adding personal attacks or subjective comments And lastly, uh, I see a lot of managers not providing um, basically any evidence to support the decisions to discipline or terminate an employee. So I'm going to share seven tips for creating bulletproof documentation. First one, you have to describe the company's expectations. Clearly state what the job description or the company policies require. Don't simply tell a worker that they must show up on time. Instead, you're going to say your job begins at 8 a.m., at which you should be at your your desk ready to answer calls, as an example. Secondly, 
You want to describe the behavior or, or performance that must change or that you want them to continue. Describe the conduct, not the individual. Avoid making broad judgments using words like always, never, which can easily be disputed by an employee's attorney. These filler words get us in trouble in the first place. So best practice regarding that would be record specific dates to show when and where the unwanted behavior occurred. Keep your observations job related. Describe how the worker's behavior impacts others to do their jobs. And then also don't forget to include positive comments as well. Number three, include the employee's explanation for why the expectations weren't being met. Basically have a two-way conversation shows that the manager's attempt to be fair and to learn how to help the individual is, is very important. So when we rush to judgment, that can backfire on a manager. So I want to share a little story. So a manager comes to us and they want to fire a newly transferred employee who um, arrives at her desk late three times within her first three weeks. So my first question is, have you gone to the employee and asked why they're late? It turns out that that employee was training their replacement in another department and that's why they were late. So it pays to have a conversation with your employees to understand what's going on and how we can fix it. Number four, you want to prepare a detailed action plan that the employee should use to improve performance. This isn't quite a performance improvement plan just yet, but more like coaching so that the employee can do better. You want to include specific steps the employee can take to improve and what you can do to help. And you want to be realistic and focus on only a few key areas. Number five, you want to set deadlines for correcting the behavior or performance. Don't say, we expect you to turn things around immediately. That can mean different things to different people. So what we should be saying is, we expect your report will be turned in by 5 p.m. tomorrow. Very, very specific. Then you want to follow up on the specific deadline. And if you don't follow up, it shows that you don't care. So you want to keep a written record of what happened, including the employee's explanation, perhaps the circumstances beyond their control, which prevented them from meeting that deadline. You want to record whether additional training is needed and then any discipline that might be needed uh, or met. Number six, you want to describe the consequences if the behavior or poor performance continues. So obviously you don't want to discuss consequences too, too early in the coaching process. However, after repeated attempts to help the employee meet expectations and being unsuccessful, or in the event of serious policy violations, then obviously disciplinary action may need to occur. So you wanna describe your conversation in detail. Perhaps a termination letter would state the specific dates of the meetings with the employee and the, you know, the attempts that you um, offered to provide additional training or coaching and maybe recapping the reason for the termination as specific as possible. Number seven, avoid vague phrases that could be grounds for a discrimination lawsuit. 
So don't terminate someone for a bad attitude or someone who is not a good culture fit. Those are potentially red flags that could cause the employee to believe that the that the termination or firing is attributable to his or her gender, race, national origin, um, or another protected class under the Civil Rights Civil Rights Act. So remember to prepare documentation with the expectation that a third party or a judge will review it. Make sure you include enough information so that others know what happened and what steps were taken to point the employee in the right direction and put them on notice um, and offer the employee an opportunity to correct their employment or I'm sorry, correct their performance instead of jumping straight to termination. Hopefully you found this information helpful. Um, it, feel free to reach out to us at azhrhub.com or shoot me an email, linda at azhrhub.com. Happy to work with you on any difficult employee situation. Thanks for listening and we look forward to another episode coming soon.